All right, so the book is called Confess. We had a chance to catch up with Rob Halford on a video call. And Crasher kicked off this part of the interview talking about regrets. I mean, the dude's celebrating 50 years of Judas Priest, or 40 years, 50 years, 40. All right. And really, any regrets? We'll find out. You know, whether it's alcohol or, like you just said, an STD or something that happened, maybe going to jail, breaking the law. People, I mean, I, I have no perfect past by any stretch. I don't think anybody does. But people sometimes ask me, do you regret anything? And I told somebody the other day, no, I don't regret a thing. Because if I didn't make some of those mistakes, I wouldn't be where I am now. Do you kind of feel the same way? Oh, my God. Thank you so much for saying that. Because <laughs> I feel like I've been the only one. Because people go, any regrets? Any regrets? And I go, well, first of all, I've never really liked the word regret. I think it's too hard and, and cold and doesn't have any kind of empathy. I prefer to use the reflect. You're, you're reflecting on your past, you know, like um, because you shouldn't beat yourself up for, for some of the some of the poor choices you've made, either of your own choice or through the circumstances of another person. Um, you know, there are some things that, that where you are directly at fault and, you you know, you, you, you pay your dues. And, and I always believe in second chances. I think that's very important in life. Um, but, yeah. I think that you, you reflect and you go, I'm never going to do that again. Or that was, that was dumb. <laughs> you know, that was dumb. That was dumb, officer. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a jackass. Uh, so, yeah, all of, this, all of this that we carry with us as we, as we grow older in life, I think it has tremendous value, definitely. Rob, you look at where this book is. It came out at the end of September, so it hasn't had a whole lot of time to marinate. Have there been people that have either mentioned by name or by a made-up name in this book that have said, Rob, you got that all wrong, or they wanted to kick your ass because you, you said something, or, or, or again, your enemies, have they come at you and said, dude, that's wrong? It's another great question. I love this show for that, for the, you know, the way that you, <laughs> the way you grill us. Uh, Wait, is that his gold star? <laughs> yes, I think I think we'll give we'll give Kenny half a gold star. Um, <laughs> yeah. So right. so uh, here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. I think that if you are writing a book that contains so much honesty and truth, then that's the way you have to do that. Elsa, let it go, let it go. You've got to. Wow. You've really lo- got to get into that channel and just let it go out there. Because if you start to think, oh, I can't put that in because so-and-so will be offended. I can't put that in because I'm going to lose a friend. Well, these things happen to me. They're real, you know. They're real. And then if you start doing all this second guessing, then you're doing what I've been told that I tell myself every day in, in my sobriety. You've got to think about where your heart is in in the present moment of, of, of living. And that is living your life for yourself and not making changes and not doing i can't do this because this person will be offended i can't do that because that person might want to kick my ass well so what you know i know that might sound cold and brutal no but this is this is my life you know this is my life these are my experiences i'm telling you the truth and how you interpret that and analyze it and 
opinionate it or you know emotionally deal with it i've i've got no control over that you know it's there for you it's there for you to take it you can it buy the book and be ready to be taken on an emotional roller coaster car roller coaster ride or pick it up and go meh and throw it away it's entirely up to you but see that's a lesson for everybody today I mean, people want to be so judgmental and you don't agree with what I agree with. So you're not my friend anymore. And I mean, whoa, what you just said right there, wake up people. We just need to be more honest and more understanding of each other. We don't have to always agree. We don't have to always live the same. You know, we still have hearts and we bleed red and and we're still united in that way. Absolutely. Second gold star for Crash. Jeez. Um, Right. Come on. Come on, Kenny. Um, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, tr- it's true. I'm wearing the lid, you know, Rob. I know, dude. I know. I'm going to give you a complimentary <laughs> one now. So you've, you've got two, two gold stars, and now, you, now we have balance and harmony. All right, there but we go. Look, I won't even get started about what's going on in this beautiful right. country. Right. I'm, I love debate. I love, uh, I love people that are passionate and believe in something. And I have, I have these debates with a lot of my friends but we still respect each other. Yes. We still love each other. We still go, yeah, you know, I don't, don't particularly agree with you on that, but that's it. You know, that, that, that you leave it at that. You don't, uh, you don't make a war about it. You know, you, you, you find a way of, of, uh, of, of empathy and, and understanding and, and, a, and a simple difference of opinion. Rob, let's, uh, let's do a little visual Word, not a word association, but where what you are feeling. Here's some here's some video for you. Judas Priest, 1980, in store in Dallas. That's me with the camera. There you are, KK behind you, Glenn, and then of course there's Ian. This is May of 1980. <laughs> That's uh, just unbelievable. That is so great. That is so great. I love pictures. I love photographs. Mm-hmm. Because they carry so much um, instantly, you you you're reliving a moment, and th- there's nothing involved other than your eye, your eyes and the, and the way <laughs> that your brain perceives it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a picture of a great sport moment. You know that great picture mm-hmm. of, of of Michael Jordan, the Air Jordan thing. Where he's going through the air and he's putting it in the hoop, mm-hmm. and his legs are splayed out, and he's just doing it. That image is just incredibly powerful. And so it's the same with those wonderful pictures that you've, that you've just shown, Kenny. Priest has an amazing book coming out. Um, it's, it's literally the 50 years of, the, of, this, mm. of this band in, in purely in photographs. There's nothing else, Oof. it's just photographs. And that mm. is just, on, oh, man, you know, you look at those pictures from the very, very, very early days to where we are now. And, you know, it's just, you, you, it's that life go, your life is flashing before your eyes <laughs> as you turn the page. If you go to the Judas Pre, any of the Judas Pre socials or Facebooks and Instagrams or whatever, mm. you can find a connection to this great book that we, uh, that we have coming out. Do you recall May of, or do you recall 1980 or what, eight, seven or eight years before you came out as gay? Uh, do you think 1980, that was the year that this happened, that I got sober or I was lit up half that year? It's, um, yeah, some of it's a little bit, some of it's a little bit murky. <laughs> some of it's a little bit like, oh, what, you know, what did what yeah. did there? Well, who, 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 you? Um, but, um, 
Yeah, it is remarkable, uh, particularly through that end phase where I was about to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. How how I still have some some pretty vivid, uh, lucid memories. Uh, unfortunately, that they are kind of connected to some trauma, some emotional trauma, um, which just goes to show you that no matter how much you try and fill yourself up to escape. Uh, things that you're trying to deal with because a lot of that stuff it's a crutch guys it's a crutch mm-hmm. if you have a problem and go i think i'll have a drink i'll just knock that this water um <laughs> oh. and then you sit back and you get a bit of a buzz and then you go well look, but the problem is still there you know the issue is still there you know mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter how many of those slugs you have how many pills you pop or whatever you're not dealing with what you need to deal with and that's where I was going towards those latter days before I uh, went into rehab at J.C. Lincoln up the, up the road. So, um, yeah, the, 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 some, of it is, some of it is a little bit blurry. But, um, again, I'm just grateful that with Ian's, Ian's uh, direction, we were able to cover those spots. How deep did you get into that, that crossing point in your life of, of having the party lifestyle into becoming – sober how deep did you get into the struggle because i know that's a struggle for pretty much everyone i'm just really grateful that 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 it didn't turn out as difficult as i know it is for some of my fellow um people that are in recovery there are some people that literally have to go to a meeting every day or two or three times a day because the the battle that they're dealing with the disease of alcoholism and drug addiction is so incredibly powerful that I, I, I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I've said before, guys, that there's some something else is involved here with me. It's like mm. my friend Alice Cooper. He and I never went to a meeting when we became clean and sober, uh, and we don't know why. We 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 class it as a miracle to a great extent, which it is. And and so um, the, the 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 thirty days of recovery, and then. Moving a little bit further ahead to that first show, which, which I've talked about on you guys' show, mm-hmm. Freak Show, mm-hmm. um, that first show at the Tingley Coliseum in Albuquerque, New Mexico, <laughs> when I go on stage for the first time ever without a few drinks under my belt, and I experience the power of music in its purest sense, you know, with no chemicals, no booze, nothing inside of me, really connecting, probably for the first time in my life as an adult, in, in my music, you know, especially in the live performance. And that was that was another game changer for me. From that huh. point on, for that point on, um, my, my connection to music has been uh, just so in- incredibly strong for me and has never changed. That instance when the fans, the two fans committed suicide, when you had to tell that story again, Rob, in print or again with audiobook, uh, was that another one of those guttural punches of you having to tell that story of uh, those two young kids committing suicide saying they heard Rob Hopper saying, do it, do it, do it? Absolutely, yeah. And, and again, I'm happy to talk about this forever and ever and ever because of mm-hmm. the of, of, of the memory that I think we're giving to those two beautiful guys. It is, it is important to remember people that we lose no matter what, no matter what the circumstances are. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to do to remember uh, the ones that, the, that we love, that we lose. Um, but, uh, yes, you, you, you have to keep sending out the story because of what makes the story 
you know, yeah. the story of these two beautiful boys, a massive priest, metal maniacs. They love priests. We were their refuge. We were their, we were the place that they went to for the great power that music can give you in a healing sense, as well as pleasure and enjoyment. So there was that part of it. And then, much like myself, there was the um, terrible confusion and disconnect created by overindulging in booze and, and drugs. You know, and then you throw on top of that uh, an unfortunate family dim, dim, domestic uh, uh, thing that was going on. So those those poor guys had it coming at them from all points, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so in the book, it's important to 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 convey that message as much as some of the other stronger uh, uh, and more uh, powerful moments, because it creates this. We're mm-hmm. talking about it. We're, we're talking about it. I'm not unique in some of these things that have happened to me. Everybody's lost somebody through whatever circumstance. So there's the empathy in that uh, particular uh, moment. But it's it's some of these more extreme moments as well that I think it's it's vital, you know, because it opens, it opens up the whole area of discussion. It was Mental Health Awareness Day a couple mm-hmm. of days ago. It yes. was coming It was coming out day... Uh, yesterday, I think, and That's I think awesome. it's just it's just valuable. It has so much value, it, it, even just to go. Oh yeah, it's coming out day today. Great, uh, you know, love to everybody. Um, then just glossing over it. You know, the, these little these little marks on the calendar, whether it's a birthday or somebody that's passed, they're all <clears throat> they're all really important for us to uh, to to utilize because we get so much mm-hmm. out of that kind of memory and recognition. <laughs> 